Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Real Bucks Talk Podcast. This podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Be sure to follow us at Real Bucks Talk on all social media platforms. I'm your host, Michael Plus, and we are back on a Friday night talking Buccaneers football as we get ready for this big division matchup against the New Orleans Saints. The Buccaneers trying to make it two in a row, get to four and six on the year. The Saints are coming off a tough loss against the Atlanta Falcons, in which the Falcons just pretty much dominated the game. Uh, so the Saints are 7-2 and two going into this matchup. It's going to be at Ray J, 1 o'clock start. The Buccaneers usually have beaten the Saints at least once um, over the last couple of years. Um, so this is good news for the Bucs going into this game. They have a really good opportunity to win. I think uh, they're going to have opportunities. And they're going to be in the game. I think it's going to be a close game like always. And uh, it should be interesting. The Saints should have some injuries. Let's take a look at the injury report. I think the Saints are without Marshawn Lattimore. They're without um, Andre Pete, their left guard. So they got some key injuries. You know, the Buccaneers also do as well. They're without. Uh, let me pull up the injury report here real quick. Let's see. I believe Carlton Davis is going to be back. But the Buccaneers are without Carl Nassip, Anthony Nelson, MJ Stewart. Uh, and the Saints are without Deontay Harris, who is their big-time special team returner. That is huge um, because he is dangerous um, and he can make plays. So that's uh, that's good news. They're without Marshawn Lattimore, Andre, Andreas Pete, 
Um, so yeah, those are some key players out for the Saints this week um, on Sunday. But with that being said, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting matchup regardless. I mean, they have Drew Brees now back. He's still very dangerous. The key to, to beating Drew Brees is getting pressure up the middle, and you might be able to now with a new left guard in there. Um, I believe it's Patrick Omahe who used to play. I'm probably butchering his name, but he used to play for the Bucks, and I think he's going to be in there at left guard unless they move someone else around. But, yeah, that will be definitely uh, something to watch. And then on the offensive side of the ball, you know, Mike Evans – not having to go up against Marshawn Lattimore, I think he could have a really good game, especially going up against Patrick Robinson or one of their other corners that they have in there, Eli Apple, same thing. So there's going to be opportunities. I think it could be um, has potential to be a, a little higher scoring game. Uh, the Buccaneers are going to be having a young secondary in there again, probably Jamel Dean and Carlton Davis on the outside with Sean Murphy bunting at nickel. It's going to be interesting. I really, I'm really excited to see how that plays out. Obviously, the front seven has to win their matchups. Um, but let's see here. Let's uh, let's go into questions first. I think we had uh, one here right off the bat. Before let's see, yeah, before I get into like the matchups and everything. But you know, it's uh, yeah, we're back. It's uh, going to be a good football weekend. I think. But let's get into uh, the questions here. Here's a question from I Love Ebony Queens at Shabazz. Uh, Did the Bucks make a mistake not hiring Gruden when they had the chance? Mm, I don't. I don't know. I, I think um, you know Gruden got a great deal from Oakland, and I don't think that was you know. I know the Bucks were interested in bringing him back, but you know at the same time, you know Gruden hasn't been perfect, and he's made a lot of mistakes. Yeah, they're having a decent year so far this year, five and four. But um, no, I mean, I, I still think Bruce is the right guy. I still believe in the staff. Um, they just got to get a little bit better with, you know, what's what's going on, um, you know, as far as today's NFL and get a little bit more forward thinking and get kind of out of that old school mindset. But, you know, they're getting there. I think they're doing more things that, you know, revolves around today's NFL um, every week that I like. I mean, I like the use of Rojo last week and how they utilize the short passing game. And I think that's something they should do this week against the saints, but we'll get into that a little bit later, but yeah, that's a great question. I appreciate it. Um, Shabazz. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think it was, yeah, I don't think it was a mistake not hiring Gruden. I think they ended up with the right, um, the right person. So, but we just got to wait and see how it plays out. Again, it's always hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, you know, we always say that in the draft. It's like should have drafted this guy, should have drafted that guy. So, but yeah, that's in the past. You know, got to move on. Uh, oh, we just got another question, Kevin C at the Real Car Wash. With the with attendance the lowest in years last game, why didn't ownership offer tickets to McDell Air Force Base for the salute? to service game versus the Saints. They released over 800 tickets to the installation of installation the previous year. Yeah, I, I don't know, Kevin. Again, ownership is, um, is it's lacking in this franchise, and it's a real issue, and that's another thing. I mean, when I, 
when we talk about, you know, from top to down, you know, top management to, to all the way down to the players and, and all the rest of the staff, I mean, it, it starts with the Glazers and unfortunately they haven't really been, they haven't been making good decisions and they're really the right in the middle of this long losing decade that Bucks fans have had to go through and, and then they don't make, you know, smart moves like you're offering here. I mean, that would be really great, you know, offering tickets to McDill Air Force Base. And especially with it being a military appreciation game, you know, that makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, again, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. On, I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think they should. Um, and, uh, yeah, that would be smart. But. Uh, I don't know. You know, attendance, attendance comes with wins, you know, and this team has just been struggling so much and, you know, got to start winning. But that's a great point. I, I wish, I wish they would do that. That makes a lot of sense. Thanks for the ke- uh, question, Kevin. Um, let's see. I think that's it for questions. Uh, I'm trying to see if I had any more. Um, any late ones coming in? No. But, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, break down the Saints game. Um, you know, the Buccaneers coming off a win against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, they finally finished one out. They closed it out, got the win, moved to 3-6. and six. The Saints are coming off a, um, you know, a bad loss against the Falcons. So they're going to be hungry to rebound and, and get that win. Uh, and, you know, Breeze and company have played well here at Ray J., um, for the most part, he's actually, I mean, he's had some up and down games here over the last couple of years here in um, Tampa. So and he's more prone to throwing, throwing turnovers here down in Tampa. So that could be a good sign. I, I remember going to last year's game uh, against the Saints here at Ray J and, and the Bucks were right in that game. They jumped out to a good lead uh, and they had a chance to really extend it, but they really never could miss some field goals that hurt them. And, and the Saints just took over in the second half. Um, this week, you know, the storylines I think is, you know, can Jameis, can he put together a a, a good game, a better game than he did against Arizona, avoid the turnovers. I think offensive line play wants to rebound, especially given their performance against the saints up there in new Orleans, it wasn't very good. So with that being said, you, you hope they can rebound and, and play a stronger game. Um, against a very good front four in the Saints. So the Bucks are going to have to play smart in how they attack this team offensively. Uh, you know, And we'll go ahead and, and go into that right away. So here's a couple of notes that I had, just um, you know, our offense versus their defense. Um, let's see what I wrote. So, yeah, I mean, the keys here that I put, I said play conservative. And this goes along with what my um, co-host says, Mark Ramirez, who is – um, coming back tomorrow from Hawaii, uh, he texted me today, and he and I agree with him on this point. I mean, the Bucks should play conservative on on offense. You know, utilize the short passing game. You know, mix it in with the run and the play action. Keep the backs and tight ends involved, and attack the mismatches in the red zone. I completely agree with that. I think OJ Howard um, needs to be targeted early. Same thing with Rojo. You know, utilize him in the the inside run game, and then utilize him in the short passing game, and get those extra yards. I think that's a good good game plan, and and really don't try to force too much down the field. I think you want to get it out of Jameis's hands 
quickly and do that early and often to really get the Saints defense off balance. I think you can do that because this is a very aggressive Saints defense. They like to bring pressures at certain times, but also they play zone coverage um, a lot more than they have in the past. And I would expect them to play some more zone in this game, especially with um, Lattimore out of out of the lineup. So when you look at it, you know, you have a mismatch, obviously, with Mike Evans against Patrick Robinson. Um, and then our, our P.J. Williams, I believe that's the other corner. Let me double-check that. Hold on one second. Let's see. Yeah, P.J. Williams. So, yeah, we just, I mean, we got to be smart in how we attack offensively and, and not try to um, do too much. And I think up there in New Orleans, we actually, we got off to a decent start. Uh, I believe we had the lead. It was 7-3. to three. Um, and we did a good job of like responding and making it a game. I remember we had that long drive that put us at 17 points, and then we had a touchdown late that didn't really didn't do anything. But yeah, they got to be more consistent in their drives and the attack, and they have to get points at least pretty much every other drive. I would say um, because you just don't know how the the young defense on the other side for the Bucks is going to do against Drew Brees and et cetera. I mean. It's really going to be on the front seven. If they can get home and get after Breeze, they got a chance. Um, but if not, then it could be trouble because Michael Thomas just – he's just so good. I mean, he knows how to get open, and Drew Breeze knows how to find him. Drew Breeze knows how to find Kamara and uh, Jared Cook in the passing game. So uh, – but we'll see. I mean, the Bucks defense, I think, does play a little bit better at home. Um, so we'll see how that goes, but – Getting back to the offense, I think, yeah, I think you just got to play it smart and, you know, try to, you know, keep keep the chains moving. And I think that's when you can get the Saints to creep up into the box. And that's where you can open up in the second half and really start taking the shots downfield. And I think that's when you can hit Mike Evans, um, Chris Godwin, et cetera, maybe even Scotty Miller. Uh, so there's going to be opportunities, but I think it's we got to really set it up the right way. And I think that goes in with Byron Leftwich play calling and, and making sure that is on point and doing a good job of of um, setting plays up, especially inside the red zone. That is a big key because the Bucks, I mean, they can get to the red zone. Now it's about finishing with touchdowns. I think they did a, a pretty decent job um, of that against the Cardinals, but they can be better. So it's really just being smart and attacking what you feel is is the mismatch. And I think there will be a couple mismatches, whether it's O.J. Howard or Mike Evans on the outside. So you got to utilize that and just you know play smart. Jameis Winston has to avoid the costly turnovers. I mean, last week, the first drive of the game, he throws a pick, and you just you can't have that. So Jameis has to be smart with the football. You know, throw it, throw it in the dirt if you have to. Take a sack if you have to. Protect the football. That's going to be key. Um, you know, if Jameis has, you know, his usual turnovers, that's going to hurt the Bucks' chances of winning. They might be able to overcome it, you know, like they have at times, but it's really hard against the Saints when you, when you turn over the football and you put the Saints in a short field position. They usually, you know, capitalize on that. So that's going to be the keys uh, on offense. I think that's all I had. Yeah, just – Utilize Rojo a lot like you did last week. I like him in the screen game and, and the short passing game. And 
and, uh, you know, getting him involved um, inside the tackles and let him run. So that's going to be important um, and utilizing play action. And that's where you can get OJ, you know, down the middle of the field. So, you know, pretty much uh, just just play smart, smart football. And that's what I'm looking for this offense and, you know, not having the bad penalties um, and really attack the, the mismatch that you have, whether that's, you know, Patrick Robinson or P.J. Williams on Mike Evans. If, if that is covered, then you go to Chris Godwin, who should get open against Eli Apple. Now, Eli Apple has been playing better um, with the Saints, so, you know, maybe you go the other way. And there's going to be options. There's going to be people open. Their linebackers are not really covered guys. They go downhill. They got good ones. I mean, Demario Davis is a force. Kiko Alonso, um, probably missing some other names. But, yeah, they got a lot of good linebackers. But, yeah, that's pretty much it for the offense. You know, just just don't don't mess it up, you know. Don't mess it up. Play smart football. And uh, don't put yourself out of the game early, you know, with turnovers. And, and then you get behind, and that's that's not good. So, that will be a, a key to winning is getting the lead right away. I think that's very important. Play with the lead. Um, and then looking at our defense versus the Saints offense. I mean, it's it's pretty straightforward. I mean, the Buccaneers are going to shut down the run. I, I believe so. They're going to shut down Kamara. Um, they haven't really allowed any team running on them so far this year or any running back, to, to be honest. So they're going to find a way, especially with Sue and Vita Vea up in the middle going up against a banged-up offensive line with a new left guard. I think they're going to attack that. Um, the Saints' offensive line is still very good. I mean, four out of the five starters are very good. They only have one new starter at left guard. So um, it's a very good line, but the Bucks just have to, you know, keep pushing that pocket. So I think they'll stop the run. And then going into the next thing, which is the huge key, is the front four. The front four, the front seven, you know, the blitzing and, and the pass rush, it has to get there on Drew Brees. It's got to find a way to get Drew off his spots and, and make him step up into the pocket. And that's where the – or push him back, I'm sorry, push him back from stepping up. And that's where Vita Vea and Sue come in, and they really need to collapse that pocket up the middle because you want Brees to move left or right. And then you have Shaq Barrett and JPP to, you know, get him on the outside for easy sacks. So that's something to look for. Um, you know, if you can do that, I think Shaq Barrett and, and JPP can get around the edge and, and make some havoc. Um, you know, the Saints did a very good job uh, last time we played them with Teddy Bridgewater. And they really just max protected and just utilized, you know, one or two reads on the outside, you know, finding finding the mismatch and just going that way and getting easy completions. So that's something that this team has to be prepared for. Like, maybe this is a game where you drop back into coverage. Let your front four win. You know, let them go make havoc and, and, and try to win that way. Help out your young secondary. Let Jamal Dean or Jamel Dean and Carlton Davis, who's going to be back. That's huge. Let them press at the line and be physical. Same thing with Sean Murphy bunting. And, uh, you know, see what happens. But it should be it should be a very good game. And that's going to be the things to watch, especially in this game, is defensively how much how much are we growing, you know, on defense. Because there's a lot of young starters back there, the safety group and, you know, Jordan Whitehead, et cetera. 
Um, you know, Devin White continues to get better and better. Uh, that's going to be a matchup to watch. You know, Devin White against Kamara, and then you have Jordan Whitehead against um, Jared Cook. So it's going to be interesting how they play those matchups. I would like to see them roll underneath coverage a lot. You know, take away the short passing game that Drew Brees likes to hit. And, you know, make him go down the field and, and see what happens. Um, again, he's still a very accurate quarterback, and he can beat as deep as he's shown before. But, you know, that's that takes more time. You know, it takes more time to get down the field. So, And that helps your front four if you take away that underneath stuff. I think that's something that, you know, the linebackers should definitely try to do. Um, even your nickel corner. You know, maybe drop back some defensive ends if possible, but I wouldn't do that often. Really what I'm saying is just, you know, drop seven back, rush your rush your four up front, and, uh, and you know, see if that works often. If not, then you, you probably need to change it up a little bit and be a little more aggressive with the blitzing. But I would like to see the Bucks blitz less and, uh, and really, you know, keep guys in coverage. Use that delay blitzing that they've shown before, um, you know, simulated pressures. I think that'll work out in their favor. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's going to be tough because the saints are just such a well-oiled machine. I mean, especially how they run their offense and Sean Payton knows what to do. Drew Brees knows what to expect, knows what to look for. So it, it it's going to be tough. Um, but hopefully our, our defense can, can make some plays and get some key turnovers um, in this game. And that, and that goes to, um, my keys to winning, you know, winning on third down and that's on offense, you know, converting third downs, continuing to move the football and and score in the red zone and then winning on defense on third down. So that's getting key stops on third down and forcing the saints to punt or kick field goals. That's going to be, uh, critical, um, in this game on Sunday. And then win, win the turnover battle, I think that's always a key to winning. The Bucks got to protect the football and hopefully force Drew Brees into either you know, bad decisions or maybe cause a fumble here or there. Um, that could be the difference in the game. And then you know, attacking mismatches and scoring in the red zone, I think is going to be very important. So you, know, you, you got to be able to do that. Um, you got to be able to score in the red zone. And I think we have a lot of mismatches that, you know, we can, we can attack. And it's, it's very important that we do so, uh, you know, isolate OJ Howard in the slot, isolate Mike Evans there and, you know, find ways to create space and and get the easy pass or, you know, run the football, you know, Rojo had a nice run last week in the red zone. So try doing that. Um, trying to think what else, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, I think that's all I had for keys to winning. I mean, you, you just got to win your individual matchups and, you know, the Bucks have the personnel to do so. Uh, so, you know, can, can they find a way to slow down Michael Thomas? You know, that, that'll be a key. But really, it's just getting after Drew Brees consistently. Um, that's going to be the focus. The, I mean, the Saints are going to score points, but it's really on uh, the Bucks' offense in this game, and they're going up a very against a very good defense. So it's going to be tough. But without uh, Lattimore, that could play dividends for the Bucks, and um, you know, hopefully they 
you know, find ways to uh, be balanced and also, you know, put points up inside the red zone. I think that's going to be very important uh, on Sunday. So with that said, uh, again, this was a a short podcast. Um, You know, that's pretty much all I had. Uh, Guys, I appreciate the questions. Uh, Again, Mark, um, uh, my partner, my co-host, He's going to be back um, for the next one. Uh, we'll probably recap the the Saints game and and get back on track and, and have some, you know, liven up a little bit. I know I've been kind of uh, standard and just straightforward talking and, and not really much, um, you know, audio or, or mix-ins and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, these were just, uh, you know, my opinions. And um, I think it should be a good game. Again, the Bucks always have a chance to win. Um, just got to play smart football and, and get another big win at home. I think it's important. I know fans are like, well, you know, just might as well lose and get a better draft pick. No, you want to win. You know, you want this team to, to win and, and they need to experience winning. And it's very important that they get on a winning streak and, and start building the right culture of knowing how to win. And that builds into next year and, you know, they just, they need it to happen for them. So hopefully that's the case, um, you know, on Sunday and get a big division win and move to four and six. Um, but with that being said, guys, I hope you are enjoying your weekend. Uh, this is, you know, I'm recording this on Friday night. So I hope everyone's uh, having a great time on their Friday and enjoy the rest of the weekend. Watch a lot of college football and, uh, and NFL. And as always, go Bucks. And let's beat the Saints.